Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 136 of Two Left Thumbs, your weekly gaming podcast now coming to you on Mac. I'm your host, Zeph Puppies, and joining me this week is Mr. Bad Bit. How you doing, man? I'm doing all right, man. How about you? I'm good. I'm good. We um we got here. There was there was there was some small small confusion with 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 times and yeah, it's on me. I'm dumb. <laughs> <laughs> it's all good. No, I had yeah. I think as like I said before, I was um last week it was me with another guest and I had the time wrong. I was like running around. Like, oh my god, I'm so sorry. And then no, honestly, if if it's any time zone outside America, um. Just count me out. <laughs> I'm, I'm done. <laughs> I always get them wrong somehow, some way. Because um, I, I had a uh, Mr. Midas on to talk about Deathloop. And literally, like, I woke up. He's like, hey, man, I've been waiting for an hour. And I'm like, wait, what? I thought we said, I thought I said one o'clock, uh, you know, my time. He's like, no, you said one o'clock my time. I was like, oh, yeah, egg that'll, on that'll... my face. Oopsies. Yeah, yeah that'll... um. That that'll do it, man. Like, yeah. um, yeah, it's like the worst. I think I I missed somebody like nearly like four or five hours. I was like at work and then messaging me. I'm like, it's like, cool, it's cool. Take your time. So I'm at work. I'm not going to be done for like five or six <laughs> hours. Are you, are you cool? These are actually I got that stuff. And we'll reschedule for tomorrow. It's fine. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> if it to me, it's like the only the only time zones that I'm accustomed to is like Eastern Standard Time. The five people, including Ainsley Bowden, that use Central Time, and then uh, you know, <laughs> uh, PST Pacific Standard Time. So like that's all all I have to usually contend with, and that's pretty good. But then anything after that, I'm like, what's BST time? What's GMT time? What's like the what? and then and then you start throwing daylight savings into the mix, and then they're throwing oh. extra D's in there. It's like ADT and ADST. It's like okay, okay. It's just slow down. We need a better system. Honestly, daylight savings time should be illegal. Yeah, I live in a state that doesn't have it, but it's one of the only states in Australia that doesn't have daylight savings that everywhere else does. Question. And it gets weird, yes. Uh, I was having this conversation a few days ago. How many like states are in Australia? There are seven. Seven? Okay. Oh, it's not. This is not a lot of confidence. <laughs> oh man, I I, I, don't, I don't do geography. Um, <laughs> oh I am, man, this is also not me googling. There's six states. There you go. I was close. Okay, six states. Okay, I I said I said anywhere around five to eight. So I was in the ballpark. Yeah, yeah, you you were far off. Okay, um, good. I mean, you, you were closer than I was. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. But um, I knew it. Yeah, we we've, we've got like big areas. Half of it's desert and then yep. uninhabitable. So yeah, it's we just don't count it, I guess. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's, like, it's, it's where the animals live. It's fine. Yeah. So um, so for for those for those playing along at home, um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. who are you? What do you do? This is a this is a great question. It's an insightful one. This is. Uh, a good question. <laughs> I was trying to find a third <laughs> adjective. <laughs> so, uh, my name is Mr. Badbit. I host the Trophy Room, a PlayStation podcast made by the players for the players, where each and every Thursday, me and my best friend Kyle talk about the latest, the greatest in all things PlayStation. Um, and our podcast can be found on Apple Podcasts. Spotify, those are our main platforms. We don't usually mess around with YouTube, but we're also on YouTube as well if you prefer the video functionality of podcasts and such. And yeah, this is me without any coffee. And now I've noticed it. So Do you need yeah. to go get some? I will allow you to no. go and have get, get coffee. No, yeah, it's cool. still, we're already in it. We're already in this. Right, I got this. It. This is fine. Just take take me with you. Just pick up pick up the PC yeah. and just take me to the kitchen. We'll do a, we'll do a house tour. It'll be the Keurig yeah. right there. It's great. Honestly, I, I I started a new job and they and they were like, and here's the most important function, the the most important room. Here it is. It's it's the copier room. This has the Keurig inside of it. And they even told me that like the best times to be here are around 10 a.m. to 11 a.m. 
that's when it's less crowded, you know, over here in the tri-state, that's what we live off of. But nonetheless, yeah, I host a PlayStation show uh, every, every Thursday where it is literally my favorite thing to do each and every week. It's the thing I look forward to each and every week. It's a, it's a fantastic show that is all about building a community of awesome people of an inclusive, truly inclusive space in the gaming industry. And it is something that I take a lot of, a lot of pride in. Cause the one thing that we constantly try to avoid, which over the weekend is just awfulness is the console war stuff. We we're not really, that's not our jam. I, we think it's really stupid. It's actually really disruptive. It's really, it's really harmful to this industry. And so we really try to bridge the gap of you can listen to the show no matter what you game on, whether you're playing on PlayStation or you're playing on Xbox or you're playing on Nintendo or if you're playing on PC or, you know, a Soldier Boy console. We don't care. We Man, just really want to, to talk about Yeah, I know, right? Yeah. They, he sounds, they, they, he sounds they, like an outstanding gentleman. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure it's the highest of quality. Yeah sounds like he's very stable but yeah that's that's pretty much what you know the trophy room is is kind of bred on is just doing our best to respect people and giving the the same energy that we bring to the podcast to two spaces like twitter and meeting people with that same energy you give us so it's it's awesome it's a really awesome space and i'm i'm very proud of how it's shaped up that's awesome. Um, you can tell like, I was listening to a couple of episodes on uh, today, um, caught up with your most recent one. Um, you, can, you can tell that comes across with you know, the way things are produced and the way you guys hold yourselves throughout conversations. And it's, it's really cool. It's um, something, to, something to look forward to now. Um, because yeah, yeah, yeah. I, 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 there's not a lot of PlayStation podcasts out there or that I yeah. know of. I mean, my my circles have definitely more leaned toward like the Xbox side of things, just because that's kind of where I've come from as a gamer. Yeah. Um, so so what what got this what got this started for you? Was it like you noticed a kind of a gap in people talking about PlayStation products, or was this something else? So the funny thing about hosting a, a PlayStation show is you're right. I don't think a lot of people do it because I think a lot of people are somewhat intimidated of doing it because when you think of PlayStation podcast, you're thinking of podcast beyond you're thinking of PS. I love you. You're thinking of um, uh, sacred symbols. And those are like the main staples. Um, the one thing that we, when I started, you know, and, and as any creator, you, you try to find, what is the niche? Um, you know, talking about all things games is harder than it seems. You'd think you get more mm -hmm. of an audience, but you really don't because there are th multiple communities within gaming that are vastly different from each other. And it's something to take into consideration where you'll be able to please literally no one. So when I was making the trophy room, um, I wanted to, I, I didn't, I didn't do it. And I see a lot of people that are like, right now like we're making an xbox podcast because it's fun to oh, talk about xbox right now there are right? so many of them i've seen like yeah. six in my feed pop up it's it's it, i mean it's great i love seeing sure m love seeing more podcasts come up it's, it's fantastic but um yeah i think you're right it's, it, xbox is really easy to talk about right now There's a right now because it's it's fun it's fun and i get it because they're doing a really a lot of awesome things so the the one thing that I wanted to kind of avoid is if I'm making something, it's not to fill a power vacuum. It's not to talk about just the latest hotness. It's talking about it because I genuinely want to talk about it. So I made this this podcast because I was a huge fan of Classic Beyond, you know, the Greg and Colin shtick. I was a huge, huge devout fan of uh, of the old PS. I love you back in the day. And, you know, when the Cole, Colin, and Greg's uh, split happened within that company, um, I was totally bummed out when they decided to cancel it. And so I was just like, damn it, I love this show so much, I'll do it myself. <laughs> and that's kind of what the main gist was. I, I Thanos gauntleted it. Uh, not because I was like, oh, this is a great opportunity to fill a void. It was, 
I'm just missing this thing that I really like because I miss a podcast where I actually feel like the hosts and I'm stealing a phrase that I that, that I was because I was talking about this with my friend Logan last night where they don't feel like professional strangers where they actually feel like they're they're friends all on and off the mic. And so, you know, I brought Kyle on in 2018 uh, times an enigma. I'm awful mm-hmm. with anniversaries. I when people are like how long you've been doing the trophy room? A while. Uh, that's that's oh, the yeah, only yeah, thing. Yeah, I can I'm, say. I'm just the same thing. Like, I thought I, I only realized um, that I like I missed like our three year by like four months. I was like, oh, whoops, oh. whoops. Yeah. I also yeah. forget my kids' birthdays, so don't. Right, <laughs> you're there you fine. Go. <laughs> Oof. Oof. You one up me. Good, good, good. So yeah, no, like t- to me. It, um, we we came on at around 2017 20 no it is 18 right yes and um we then created the trophy room and around january 10th um Kyle's name uh and everything and so that was like our partnership because I was in a partnership with someone else the year of because I used to do youtube and I used to actually do a, an xbox show and uh, I didn't like the way I was treated all too well. And I wanted to make sure that my co-host felt like a partner, though we may not be 100% partners because I do the editing, I run the show, I host the show, I, I, I produce the show. He still has a say. That was very important to me. And oftentimes when we're talking, it is like uh, I'm trying to meet a compromise more than I'm saying we're doing this, so we're doing it. Um, so he really did come up with the name he came up with or or had final say with the logo. Um, I really, I'm pretty proud of, of the partnership that we've made along the way, because that's when our friendship really took off. You know, I met Kyle in 2017 and partnered with him in 2018. And we really started to build that rapport from there. So that, some of the, the biggest compliments I get is like, oh, Joe, you and Kyle sound like how, like, how long have you known each other? Because it sounds like you guys have been friends for 10 plus years. It's like, no, nah, how long this show's been up? And, um, and he has truly become one of my closest friends um, over the past, you know, two years. And it's, it's, it's an, a, it's an immense honor. So our lineage really comes from not so much of a power vacuum, but wanting to fill a void that I wanted to fill, not because I thought the internet needed it, if that makes any sense. No, that, no, that does. It's like you've, you've got something you're passionate about, what you want to talk about, yeah. and and it, 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 you just want to do it. There's no other real reason. Like, sure, the there may not have been a spot for like there could have been thousands upon thousands of different playstation casts it still wouldn't have mattered for you because that is something you wanted to talk about because you're passionate yeah. about it yeah yeah and it's it's also the one thing that i i i see from a lot of podcasts is you know we go back to like the xbox stuff right like we see a lot of xbox shows uh we've seen i've seen some playstation shows here and there as well the problem that I have with uh, most of those podcasts is they typically devolve into, well, I'm talking about Xbox, ergo, I need to be a D-bag to people that like Sony. Or I'm hosting a PlayStation podcast, ergo, I don't see the value in Game Pass. Um, you know, those things that, that lack, I, I, I think any basic, you know... I guess knowledge because like it's it's unavoidable like game pass is the greatest deal in gaming it's just a fact it's 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 great i call it the ultimate demo machine because usually if i play something i really really like on game pass i end up buying it on playstation and i i often get met with but it's on game pass i'm like but i'm supporting the developers so this is isn't this what it's all about yeah so let me make the poor purchasing decision so like for me most of those those like those podcasts just end up towing company line talking about how great phil spencer is talking about how great game Pass is, talking about i don't know uh what do you kids like nowadays the controller or something right and like most playstation podcasts are we're talking about our exclusives and we're talking about how game pass may hurt a developer is what i hear a lot 
And so like, to me, it's, it's, it's at nauseum. Like this morning, uh, I saw a lot of Xbox guys go, uh, talking about, you know, $70 games. And I'm like, are we still on the shtick guys? Are we still here? Cause it's annoying. And, uh, I don't like, isn't it for both consoles now though? No, it's, is it just so, still PlayStation? I know, I know Xbox were talking about it at some point. Yeah, they, and they definitely will. Um, so I know it's Activision, EA, uh, PlayStation, um, give, give 2K a year, give Ubisoft two years, and like that will be the, the standard. Yeah. It, is it awesome? No, it, but I enjoyed the, 15 plus years as an American I've having my games for 60 bucks. So I'm, I'm fine. But I see a lot of people towing that line of like, I can't believe it. Like, or oh, is this, uh, you don't see this on PC. It's like, well, you don't see a lot of things on PC because of pirating. But you yeah. know, I, I see a lot of people like bang on that drum and it's just annoying. It's like, guys, get a new shtick. Stop pandering. Say stuff because you mean it, not because it's going to try to, get you a click or a follow or whatever. Just talk about games. I'm sick of, if, if I'm hearing the same thing and the same question, it gets, it, it's at nauseum. So the one thing that I am very tired of is that console war mentality. You know, I'll talk about how like that horizon upgrade should have been free from the get. Absolutely. And we will talk about that as well on the latest episode of the Trivia Room, um, as, as well as giving praise to Microsoft when it's due and really trying to only talk about Microsoft when it actually matters, when there's an actual comparison, if it actually relates to PlayStation. Because I'm sick of like, so Master Chief Collection is, com- is or, or sorry, uh, uh, what is it? Uh, Halo Infinite is coming out. How does this affect Sony? It's like nothing. Doesn't. Stop. Um, that type of lack of, I'm, I'm bringing in something for SEO rather than actually wanting to talk about it is annoying to me and it's tiring, just tired of it. So our conversations are often real. We'll talk about the PlayStation heatsink, but we're not going to pretend that we're engineers and we know how these things work. Um, because you know, like Wi-Fi is magic. It is. Internet I, I didn't the even air? know it was actual science. It's yeah. The, the, there what? is no science. It is. It is pure magic. There are fairies. Who like the it? modem is just. A, it's just a house for fairies. That's exactly. all that is. And they. They just from there. That's what. That's their base of operations. They sprinkle yeah. Wi-Fi magic throughout your household. Pretty much. And that's it. Like yeah. yeah I, I don't know what a heat sink is. You know. It's <laughs> <laughs> They're, t- they're saying it's a smooth surface, but it's like micro, you know, micro rough surfaces and it's disperses heat. I don't know any of that. Stop, t- stop, stop it. You know, but that's I mean, that's the thing we're constantly trying to do. Yeah. I mean, at the end of the day, does it doesn't even matter because I mean, no. the the real winner needs to be the real winner needs to be games, right? Because right. that's what we're playing. I mean, sure, the machine may run slightly better, but most people aren't generally going to notice unless you you know know exactly what you're talking about and um according to the internet everybody knows what they're talking about but that's true that's true that's true and playstation 10 xbox is dead i don't know if you know this what's that i said and and playstation dead dead is and and uh xbox is dead apparently oh yeah it's it's glorious pc master race from here on out it's pretty much um i have been loving seeing um the PlayStation games come to PC. Yeah. I think that has been fantastic because it means yeah. that people that haven't been able to play them can now play them. Um, like I, I ended up playing Horizon Zero Dawn on PC for the first time nice. as opposed to PS4. Um, and you know, things like Death Stranding. Um, and I'm sure I think Days Gone came to PC recently as well. Yeah. Yeah. I think, I think, that's but you great. could avoid um, that game. <laughs> really? Not, not a fan. Not a fan whatsoever. Not a fan. Interesting because no. I've heard nothing, nothing but praise. I've so I've heard that like at, like they patched the game a few months afterwards and it's great. They have a golden path and all that. But I remember that game and it's not that. Well, okay, it's good for like any game standard, right? Like if this came out of uh, Ubisoft, it's like oh, this is fine. This is, a good, this is a great game. 
but coming out of the PlayStation uh, arm, what we're what we are come to expect from them, it was, yeah, fine. It's Don't fine. Yeah, it's, it's fine. It's not. It's no good of war. It's fine. Exactly. Um, yeah. <laughs> Man, I need. I need. I need. I need to see God of War on PC. It's I coming. think that would. It's coming. It's, it's going to yeah. look amazing. Um, I don't Bad even care is. about anything else, but just pure, pure aesthetics. I'm going to steal someone else's machine that is much better than mine and just like bask in the glory that he's got a war. Yeah, that's that's me. Whenever Bloodborne remaster comes out for PC, I'm there. I know. I know quite a few people who will be like in that boat with you. Um, so let's 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 talk about you you and gaming for a little <laughs> bit. Um, we'll, we'll wind we'll wind back the clock a touch. Um, talk about when when you were a little bit. How did how did mm. how did it all start for you? Like, I mean, I know you're obviously a bit of Bloodborne fan, but I'm sure I'm sure it goes further back than that. Oh, so okay. So here's the interesting thing about me and a gamer. I'm going to give you the whole story. I'm going to give you Good, the whole synopsis. Okay. I'm going to give you from start, middle, end how I got to PlayStation, why PlayStation's the bread and butter. So I started off a little bit Nintendo kid, as we often should be. You could be raised as a you know Mega Drive fan, right? That's what they call it, right? Or what yeah. I call a Sega Genesis because, you know, that's what it's named. We Any other name's wrong. Um, but that would be a bad childhood because you didn't have Mario. And so I love my Nintendo. I love my Super Nintendo. I loved my N64. Super Mario World is li- still, to me, the best platformer that's ever been created. Not even close to anything has come come towards it. Um, that's the thing that made me a gamer. Legend of Zelda, Ocarina of Time, uh, and Majora's Mask would cement me as a gamer. Oh, God, yes. Uh, Ocarina of Time, I remember sitting down with my brother, us trying to just play it together and beat it together and going through that godforsaken water dungeon. I remember Majora's Mask is what is to me better than Ocarina of Time because it's the first Zelda game or actually first game game I I beat by myself. So I have a lot of attachments to it. I remember scribbling in my notebook as a kid all the Legend of Zelda sorts in different little variations because I thought that would be super cool. Um... And so Legend of Zelda, a big place in my heart. I would then graduate to a Xbox original. My brother used to work at uh, CompUSA, RIP. Uh, it's an electronic store for those of you who don't know. Uh, you know, akin to a Best Buy or Sam's okay, Club, brother. I think. I think. I'm trying. I'm but trying to be I international have- here. I have I have none of those, so <laughs> damn it. Okay, so whatever the Australian version of like a, a Best Buy is, that's what it is, and um, <laughs> and so I got an original Xbox. I fell in love with Halo. I love the Master Chief. I've beaten that game countless times. I I, I could play that game probably blindfolded. Um, I have a lot of fond memories of it. One being where we went to Massachusetts to visit my uncle and um, I got poison ivy in my eyes on my face. It was a mess. And we spent the a good three or four days playing Halo Legendary Edition, trying to ignore the fact that my face was all messed up. Me and my brother just playing co-op and, uh, you know, a finished game. <laughs> <laughs> people on the internet are the worst and so yeah like uh that that game means a lot to me as well as getting a ps2 and not being as excited for it but playing the shit out of ratchet and clank jack and daxter the pivotal playstation action platformers that's what Mm -hmm. i was playing on that console and i appreciated it for that then the 360 happened and uh 360 is is the, the the most popular story I ever tell is that my mother, of whom I love so very much, she she couldn't get a 360 for Christmas for me, but she said she promised to make it up to me. And a week afterwards, I get a call from gym class telling me that I need to leave to pack my stuff and go 
And I met my mother in the main office, and that's where she told me, her words, uh, that she got me the Xbox, and that she's taking me out of school so I could go play Call of Duty too, uh, because oh. she's awesome. So middle school bad bit. Yeah, exactly. Middle school bad bit. Loved all that. Would have. So, uh, you know, fast forward a few years, I'm still a big 360 guy, um, and I am a fanboy. I'm like Xbox is great. <laughs> Sony, Sony sucks. PlayStation sucks. <laughs> Fat PS3, who needs it? Um, here's how much of a fanboy I was. My cousin ran a Sony style, which is akin to um, a Apple store back in the day. It's just a store run by Sony. And she could have gotten me games at cost. And uh, she could have got me a PS3 probably for cost. And I was like, no. Didn't only Xbox. Wow. Yeah, she trolled me once by giving me a GameStop gift card in a PlayStation 3, like a little mini container. And I'm like, ugh, gross. Who that is amazing. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> between, then, between, just, between that and your mom, man, like you've got you've got the makings of like both sides of the coin there. I love it. Yeah. And so uh, I I was working at GameStop one day. And uh, I hate that place. Don't ever shop there. EB Games over there. Yeah, we have right? one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There you go. Yeah. I got it. One, one yeah. for one here. One for one. <laughs> and uh, I, I was working there, and one guy came in. The one thing that we usually see is like a lot of people try to sell their console for weed back in the day. And so this guy's PS3 was dank. He was trying to sell it without any of the wires, without a controller. And I literally told him, "Listen." I'll buy this console for 80 bucks. Walked outside. We made that happen. I could have gotten fired there, but listen, I bought a PS3 for 80 bucks and uh, bought Uncharted 2. I bought a headset, and this was literally during the PlayStation Network out outage. And I made my little PlayStation Network account, which I would end up remaking for some reason, I think. Nonetheless, um, that's where I fell in love with PlayStation. I was literally during the blackout playing Uncharted 2 and going, what the hell have I been missing? Because this game is incredible. And then playing a little big plan afterwards because it got it for free because it, <laughs> that was one of the effective games. Like, you want a little big plan? Because uh, we really messed up here, guys. Sorry about the credit cards. And, uh, and I was like, oh, yeah, sure, whatever. And because I worked at GameStop, I was able to, you know, "Quote unquote," test out all these games, and really, yeah, that's just where sample them. Make sure, make sure that make sure they're working correctly. Yeah, yeah. so I yeah. know what I'm talking about, exactly. and um, research and, and that's where love it. Yeah, and that's where I fell with PlayStation. I was like, "Whoa, what have I been doing?" And <laughs> I wish we, other people had this epiphany. What have I been doing, man? What have I been doing, casting stones on this other piece of plastic? Because I am missing so many amazing games here. This is this thing special. It's during that time as well that I was listening to a little podcast called Podcast uh, Beyond. And that gave me the sense of community as well. And so for me, taking a look at my PlayStation lineage, I'm rather new. Like it's been 10 plus years, but I would still consider it going... Well, I was a kid for PS1. My grandma had it. We'd go over there. I'd play some crash demos, and I, of course, couldn't save them. Um, you know, I had my PS2, but I wasn't, like, in love with my PS2. And my Xbox 360, I suffered, talk about heat sinks, I suffered around five to six red rings. Um, I was, like, patient Ooh. zero for this goddamn thing. Oh my and gosh. after I had to give up my Halo Reach console, because it had a graphical bug in it, I was just like, and it kept on blue screening. I was just like, I'm done with this. I'm very angry, very upset. And it's by the time the Xbox One rolled around, even then I was like, ah, Xbox will probably be my main console. Who knows? And then that flub happened. And I was just like, what are you doing? <laughs> and that's when I, I switched Xbox over to no. PlayStation. Please stop. Yeah. Yeah, um, He's was... Magic, and why does he say all these mean things? <laughs> and that's when I really hopped on over, man. That's 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 the lineage. So I come at it through a perspective when I'm talking about PlayStation. 
this is what makes the trophy room so great of someone who it like grand scheme i'm not gonna know all the inside baseball things to playstation i'm not gonna know all the inside baseball things to all these you know uh uh classic or, or cult uh like uh playstation games right like i don't know what tumba is or tomba i can't tell you nope but no kyle idea. loves the shit out of it and so for me i i come through as the host that in the beginning i was uh, uh making fun of the evangelical like uh you know console warriors in the beginning of the show but it's now really evolved into everybody knows i if you put a controller in my hand i'm going to play that thing right uh kyle is the true if you're looking for the lineage of PlayStation, the hardcore PlayStation fan, he's there. So he he's really the emotions guy of like, here's what the heartbeat of an average PlayStation gamer is. And I'm coming at it through the the more, I guess for better words, pragmatic um, gamer approach. And that's what makes us so very unique is that we both respect each other. And also with him, he's a healthy playstation gamer because he's not here trashing xbox every everywhere he goes um so we have that rapport back and forth from each other rather well because yeah we we have two totally different perspectives though we both really appreciate the ecosystem that we're in if that makes any sense so that's my lineage from start to fin excellent excellent that's um it's quite the journey man you've, you've been you've been back and forth which which is good as well i think like, like i said like having that experience in in both ecosystems as well helps yeah brings you the, the more pragmatic view to um kyle's kind of like has mostly mostly just kind of mained playstation yeah. right throughout and has played all the old games is really passionate about their games and all that kind of stuff um it's good to see. It's a good balance. Good chemistry is kind of important with podcasts too. I found that. Oh, as well. absolutely, absolutely. Like you, you, you listen to you listen to some podcasts, there. And, and it's there's nothing bad about the podcast. The podcast is still good, but you, 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 there's the way you can always sense that something's just kind of kind of off. Yeah, is it like it doesn't quite vibe? But yeah, you guys have um fantastic chemistry. Um, Thank you. Yeah, it's right. You're you're welcome. You're welcome. I, um, <laughs> I hadn't. I'm not gonna lie. I had. I hadn't listened before um, earlier this week, and I kind of got into. It. I'm like, all right, all right, all right. I got this. Yeah, yeah. We got something here. I, I can dig this. I think we're onto something here. This. This is nice. Yeah. I'll, um, I'll, I'll. I'll add it in. Fantastic. Yeah, that's yeah. what I like. There you go. Another one. Another one of the numbers. Um. Okay. So, yeah. so. 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 Building up this. This podcast, which is, has, has been quite successful. You guys have done really, really, really well. Um. What, what's what's that been like for you from like kind of where to go? Ah, uh, good question. So I used to do YouTube. Um, and what I found with YouTube is that it broke me because I, I'm here and I want to celebrate games. I want to not be the overly positive guy. Oh, this is gaming great. <laughs> I want to be that person that I'm enjoying games. You know that I'm enjoying games. I'm... I want to speak thoughtfully of games. I don't like to be positive for positive sake. And I think when we throw out positive and when I do too, um, it's, it's often like I'm never going to say a bad thing about product A, B, or C. To me, it's about being thoughtful and understanding that there are people behind that screen that you may be talking to. Some people are in a good mood. Some people are in a bad mood. Some people... Uh, you just goddamn woke up with all the notifications. I'm looking at you, guy in my Horizon uh, thread the other day. Wacko guy. <laughs> 2 a.m. And I'm just here. I'm like, what? why do I? Why did I mute the thread? I forgot. Oh, God. Um, oh, please. Let me sleep a little bit <laughs> please, longer. Leave me alone. <laughs> so for for me, it's about being thoughtful. YouTube is the least thoughtful way to create, uh, I think, in terms of the big brands um, or, or the, the main staples of creation, like the things that people are looking at. Besides, like, social media stuff, which is all useless for the most part, to be honest, um, YouTube is – it's about an algorithm. And if you can take your feelings out of the way, if you can just make that thing, if you don't care about – 
of like putting a thumbnail like shock face at the side of your content, making something super flashy or misleading. Um, you know, that's probably not for you. And it wasn't for me. I remember the Philip Neeson thing happening and uh, I don't like the guy. I don't want to ever give him too much air, but I went really off on him in this video and I got 11,000 views and um, in, in a span of a day. And that's big if you're a small guy like me and my, I got a DM from my friend, Bobby Paul's recipe is my good friend. Um, he's just like, I don't like this video and I think it's garbage. And I'm like, why? He's like, why did you make this? Is it because you wanted to do it or because you knew this would get some traction? Because like, as much as you don't like the guy and what he did, there's a person behind that screen. And I'm like, yeah. yeah, but he stole. He's like, so what? Like, he doesn't, he's already getting it. He got fired. He's done. Realistically, he will never be in this industry again. You didn't have to make this video. And uh, that was the hard the, the hard thing I had to see. He's like, he was just like, what if this guy does something to himself? What if he kills himself or something? And I was like, well, that's a little extreme. He's like, is it? Like, you're being harassed by literally thousands of people every day right now. Is it really extreme? And I'm like, oh, boy. And that really put it in perspective for me. Yeah, and it was I mean, during the time. I'm sorry. Go for it. No, it's to say like that, like that might, like, especially in this day and age where you know everyone has access to something, and, and there's such a, a such a dogpile nature to the internet, where it's just like you know, yes. the one person starts, it's on, it's on, it's on, it's on, and that can put a lot of pressure on someone, um, yeah. emotionally and mentally. And yeah, I, I, I mean, I've I've seen stories of you know, internet bullying and stuff like that, really pushing people to that point, and yeah. unfortunately beyond it, um. That said, I did make a really funny self-reflective joke towards myself in that video, and it's why I won't take it down. (laughs) The one joke. It's a really good joke. I don't want to spoil it. Okay. Well, (laughs) make sure we get that video linked. (laughs) (laughs) But that said, like, that was was the one self-reflective moment. I was like, oh, shit, I think he's right. Because I I, I like what he said. He said – Along, along the lines of every new subscriber you get will expect this from you. Uh, they, This is not the Joe I know. They're going to expect angry. Angry Joe. Not the YouTuber but me. Not, not, the, like, not, okay. not the, the other one. The fat one. This one. <laughs> the, the, the other Hispanic one. So um, I, that was a self-reflective moment. And I then started seeing the Fallout 76 one. This Fallout 76 controversy, not to say it wasn't deserved, but I did see a pattern where everybody was making a video on this every single day. All the biggest YouTubers were making a video on this every single day, and they would say the same points over and over again about how bad and buggy this game is, blah, 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 and then talk about a nylon bag for 30 seconds and then end the video. And then the next video a day afterwards would say fallout 76 new controversy and they'd say the same thing and then talking about nylon bags again and i'm like this is not this is not what i want if i'm angry all the time and if there's controversy everywhere i don't want to be a part of it and that's where i that's where i tuned off uh a youtube and i and i switched to mainly podcasting which is a a huge switch because podcasts um, are the smallest medium right now in terms of like YouTube, Twitch, but they are a, the fastest growing and B the, that audience truly gives a shit. Their retention rate of, of a average podcast listener. Think about this average YouTube video. If it's good, five minutes of watch time. Five minutes you have someone's attention. If your content's great, an average podcast is 45 minutes. That is that is you have someone's lunch break, right? You have someone's shift. You have someone's you know, commute to work, you know? It's, yeah, it's, um, I, yeah, the, the, the fact that people are willing to kind of sit there and, and listen to you, you talk for like yeah. that long is, is kind of astounding. Like, yeah, like I said, like with everything, especially with like, I mean, with, with YouTube's, 
attention span getting shorter. TikTok popping up, shorts, Instagram stories, reels. It's all short span, short attention things. And long form content like, like podcasts and Let's Plays aren't really in that limelight anymore. But the people that are there are there for it. Yes. And so it was a, it was a big switch to make. But looking back on it, it is the absolute best decision I've ever made. We all, you know, oftentimes as a creator, you probably get it. I've gotten it. We've all gotten it of like, even just in real life, shoulda, woulda, coulda, if I knew this, if I knew that, um, man, if I only knew what this doing this would be, uh, it, it is truly like the, the biggest godsend because to me, um, what pe- like you look at my YouTube numbers, they're not spectacular, right? I'm not hitting a thousand views. I'm not, cause I'm not doing the, Oh my gosh, thumbnails. <laughs> I'm not doing the facial reactions. If I did, and trust me, there are times like I've tested it and it works better. It very much does. Um, it's, it, it, it is trying to get back on the thread here for myself. It is refreshing that all you need to do on a podcast is sound great, which takes some time, takes some learning, takes some effort and have good rapport with, with your co-host, have a structured show. You're able to break down the news in a, in a well thought out way. You're going to get folks. So my YouTube numbers may not be spectacular, but like, (laughs) I was having someone a conversation with someone. They're like, "Man, like more eyes need to be on you." And I'm like, "What are you looking at? YouTube? Yeah, no, 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 no. I'm, that's not my platform. Like, we, I'm lucky enough to have thousands of people listening to me on Apple Podcasts, on Google, uh, on Google Play, on Spotify. That I can just say, you know what? Who gives a shit? I'll put this out. I'll put some tags in it for sure, and I'm happy if it does well. But everything for me as a creator." has to link back to the podcast, Apple Podcasts, Spotify. Everything has to link back there. Um, and so like the growth we've seen over the past two years has been has been nuts. Like we we literally quadrupled our numbers in the span of a year and a half. Oh wow, and, that's um, insane. Yeah. And so like podcasts matter. Uh, and, and I think we're going to get to a point where PR people also know that podcasts matter. And once we have a, a, a sure way of how to articulate the analytics accurately enough, yeah, I think we're going to see people really lean on podcasts as this is the older dem- demographics way of entertainment. The older demos, like I'm going for 25 to 35 to 45. That is like the target demo. I am so happy when I look at my the people that are watching. Less than a percent are like twenty or younger. Yeah, I've, so, I've noticed that with mine as well. It's like it's always the kind of the, the older, like the, yeah. the kind of the age that I am now. Um, it's kind of the, the, there's nothing generally under under the age of twenty at all. It's just like non-existent, maybe one or two occasionally. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, it's it's nothing, nothing under there at all. No, and it's, it, you know, for me, that is the great escape is podcast isn't about the click nature. It's literally, it is playing a different game of SEO, but it's, it's, it's not a, it's, and it's more obtuse for sure, but it's not as insidious as YouTube is because YouTube is about that. Their algorithm is about negativity, about drama. Mm. And that's why you see all these podcasts lead in with uh, if it bleeds, it leads mentality to creation. Yeah. Um, I've, I've found um, interesting enough because I originally this was this this podcast was just like audio only. Yeah. Um, we, we weren't we weren't messing around with YouTube. Um, I think they started uploading them occasionally. Um, so it's something interesting I've noticed as well is once I. Once I kind of started uploading, I, I noticed a, a, a decent chunk of, of going to YouTube as well. Um, I don't know if that's just a convenience thing where people you know, just prefer the video, which is something I do as well. I, I've always kind of preferred. I like watching people talk. I, I listen on the on the train and stuff when I'm going around. Yeah. But if I have the option, I'll quite happily sit there and and watch that video because I, Kyle just, is it, the it same way. Personable. 
Yeah. yeah. Kyle's like, I want to see the conversation happen. And it's, and it's always interesting. That's why we always have, when we have the video, we, we have not done like a stagnant image in a while. And, 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 you know, a shit has gone wrong if it's a stagnant image or something. Cause like, yeah, you want to see me talk. You want to see Kyle talk. You want to see us genuinely get along. I get that. And it's, it's, it is important. And I think for us as well, it's giving people the option of a, of, Hey, yeah, YouTube's great and all, but there's this other thing over here and we're going to link it over here. So give you the convenience option of when I'm on the train, when I'm going to work, I have that there. Um, yeah. And so, yeah, that's, that's why podcasting to me is, it, it, it is, it is the best form of content because you'll listen to a conversation and like, I don't listen to pod PlayStation podcasts until I've listened, you know, until I've recorded my own. And so I'll be like, Oh shit. They thought of this. I didn't even think of that. That's amazing. <laughs> and it's actual great conversations usually because they don't go after garbage. So to me, it's that's, that's what it is to me. I think YouTube's junk food and podcasts are like my vegetables. And maybe I should follow that philosophy in real life. I think it should. <laughs> sounds, sounds like a sounds like a solid plan. Um, yeah. yeah. Anything anything you've learned over the years of podcasting that kind of shocked you about the platform at all? Um, what shocked me about it? Honestly, all right, this will come off uh, pretty pompous and douchey. Uh, how good I am at it, I think that shocked me. I I I consider myself pretty pretty darn good at knowing of hosting of editing and what i need to improve on um i am shocked not to say shocked but i am intrigued by how isolating it feels it's harder to get in touch with some podcasters as it would be with youtubers because youtubers it's about the cross-pollination it is about um you know yeah, really that 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 collaboration and podcasts are a little bit like, okay, I put this out in the ether. Bye-bye. <laughs> um, and so that's that's something that I find intriguing. And I'm I'm often thinking about what it what it is behind the scenes that puts some podcasts up front, some podcasts in the back and where my podcast leads. And the one thing I love to do is I like to be like a mad scientist and play with things every week. So I think it also lends itself to um, being more experimental with the way you put out your content. But I'm also, I think, the most surprised of how free I feel as a creator of making the content I want, not having to go, okay, so I'm going to stream on Twitch now. Uh, I'm going to make this five minute YouTube video now. I'll link it back to this podcast. Okay. This is great. I'm not busy at all. <laughs> it's, it's, it's so much work. Like, you're like, I think like, um, like I, I see a lot of people, like, the same sign of things like, yeah, you stream on Twitch, you, you stream the podcast live, you upload it for YouTube. You're, you're banging out clip after clip after clip to go on like all the different other short form yeah. podcasts, uh, yeah. short form, short form, um, platforms. And the, there's, there's so much work there that it, it, it kind of, poisons the barrel a bit i think well it did, yeah, it did for out, me because I, I was i was doing that a bit as well you know i was trying to get it out there we were streaming it we were doing it on youtube and it just the longer i did that the more i disliked what i was doing absolutely and it, I, I i found now that like just just, do, just doing this offline because I, I, the offline nature of just talking to people is much more relaxed too yes. and just that's why i don't stream any so of my, my podcasts Unless yeah. it's at a PlayStation event, I don't stream it. That's a lot of anxiety for me. I don't, I don't, I don't need that shit in my life. <laughs> <laughs> I really don't. Um, the the one thing too that I do, I do want to mention is something probably uh, a question that I'll, I'll be stealing from you. The, the advice that I could give to people is, don't stretch yourself out that thin. Um, focus on one thing. Focus on doing that thing really well. Focus on mastering that thing. Focus on it until it's second nature. Then you could go off and do something else. And that takes months. That takes 
years sometimes for some folks if different strokes for different folks but don't go out there going okay so i made a podcast now it's a twitch channel now it's a it's a youtube thing it's like no uh here's inside the baseball making the the trophy room each and every wednesday is about a six hour affair like i'll wake up have my breakfast tweet out the tweet we need your questions for the trophy room put it out there on discord once i finish my breakfast i'm looking for notes and the notes, if it's a good day, um, and how they're structured is I have a synopsis of here's here's the article. I'm taking out the most important paragraphs, giving that person credit. You got to attribute that or else it's stealing. <laughs> and then I have the questions that I'm going to give Kyle or if, if it's a really good week, the audience questions that they're going to feed Kyle. And then I, I have the games coming out this week, questions and all that. And so I, I take about an hour if it's a good, if it's a good day, um, making show notes, 40 minutes to an hour. And then I do the recording with Kyle that takes two and a half hours. Cause we do Patreon stuff, patreon.com slash PS trophy. We can really use your help. And oh God. <laughs> so, um, that takes about two ish hours and change. Um, and then I edit it. Thankfully, we're recording on Zencaster. I love Zencaster. It makes a oh, lot of the I only discovered this easy. like four or five episodes ago. Same. A mate of mine was using it for another podcast. I was like, he's like, you've got to try it out. I'm like, uh, I don't know. Discord's Separate fine. Separate audio feeds. Discord's yeah. fine. And th- like, I've, had a f- I've had a few issues just with things finishing off incorrectly sure. or desync, but I- I've-, I've solved those problems now. And yeah. it is the best because, especially given that I'm a, a guest-based podcast, right? I'm mm-hmm. different people every week. Not everyone has Discord. I just go, hey, yeah. here's a link. Click on that. Set up your audio. Bang. Done. Let's go. Beautiful. And it's... um. And yeah. My it, apologies. Someone was knocking at the door and I needed, a, I needed to tell him to skedaddle. <laughs> Get out! Bobcast and Mark! This is a Hispanic household. It's it's five people live here. We're all yelling at each other. But no, it is fantastic. It's so easy and it helps pros, post process some things. And then I touch some things up. But like the editing process alone takes about 40 minutes as well with all the rendering and stuff. And then I'm making that thumbnail. And then I'm making the description. And then I'm putting it out. I'm Usually we're recording around. We're going to try to do it at 7 o'clock instead of 8 now. But... I usually start recording at eight and I am not done until one or two in the yeah. morning. So it's, it's a lot of work. It's to me, it's, it's, it is about my, my thing is I know that there are podcasts bigger than ours, right? Um, podcasts that are better produced than ours. You know, I take a look at like, I think the intimidation factor of a thing like a podcast beyond, cause they literally have producers as the show's going uh, in, That's like, in, yeah, it's a whole in, different production. It's like there's yeah. there's like regular kind of podcasts, and then there's those guys like that level of podcast is way up there. They have like a whole teams to do yeah. everything. The host just kind and, of like get up and do their thing. Yeah, and nice? I'm it's a David and Goliath story, but like I'm I like to think I'm a little baby David going after this Goliath. That <laughs> I I'm going to try to get as good at the sound production as I can because I know that personality wise, we have something special here. And so to, uh, to me, I think the most shocking thing really um, rather than just the pompous thing I said earlier is how much time goes into this again. That's just one episode. That is just one day. I do far more stuff on the side as well. And it's, um, it's hard. <laughs> it's difficult. It is not for everyone. Um, it is something that, yeah, I think the number is like there's 60,000 or like 6,000, I'll just say 6,000 uh, new podcasts added in every, each and every day. Um, there are over, I think, a few, like few million podcasts out there, but only 18% are active. Like most podcasts that are on this field are dead. And it's for a reason because people see, oh my God, I got 30 viewers this week. This is awful. And they they keep looking at that 30 number and they don't realize that if you just filled a gymnasium, 
you just filled a room full of people that are just listening to you. You know, everybody thinks they're going to be the next PewDiePie. I don't know if he's so relevant, but it's always a term I use. And, um, or if he's canceled for whatever, you know what? He probably is, right? Yeah, he right. probably is. Like the next Markiplier. Canceled. Yeah. <laughs> next Markiplier. I think he's great. Well, <laughs> tomorrow, Markiplier canceled. But like, to me, it's, it's, um, it, you know, people, people think that it's an overnight thing because if you're good at it, uh, you make it look easy. And that is probably the biggest, the, the, the biggest thing is like those, those excellent podcasts are there for a reason. They put in a tremendous amount of work. Then it was so much work that it works. It looks effortless. So to me, that, that is the whole thing is like, dude, I've, I was getting 80 hits a week for, for months. And that did not stop me, you know? Um, so for, for me, like my, my advice is just keeping, keep improving, keep improving. I can always improve. I mean, just look at me. I'm a mess. <laughs> You're a beautiful mess, though. I love it. Um, it's it's sound advice. Like, I mean, like there are like, I said, like especially since the pandemic, there have been a lot of people go, oh, let's do a podcast and and talk about things. And mm-hmm. I don't think, yeah, they they kind of get a few episodes in, like, oh, this is this isn't working. We're not doing something right. And they don't work and evolve at it. Like I knew We're when I fun. changed. Yeah, yeah, I changed this from I um. It used to be like a, a news style con- uh, podcast. We'd discuss the weekly gaming news and all that kind of stuff. And I changed tack about 30 episodes ago because um, yeah. I'd, I'd lost the go. So I was by myself. So I was like, all right, I need to do something different. Um, and, you know, I, 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 t- I took a hit. I took a pretty big hit changing tack because we built up an audience over a couple of years. And I was like, all right, I'm doing something totally different now. But we're still keeping the class because I, 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 I love the name. And yeah. that's the only reason I'm keeping it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, <clears throat> excuse me. And that's the other thing is like rebranding's hard. This, this thing is, it's, it's difficult, man. It's, yeah. it, it isn't easy. And the, I, I hate iTunes reviews because like you'll get a review from like two years ago. That's not reflective of the show today. Damn it. You know? Um, and 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 it's it's rough. It really is. It's it's not easy, and you have to. I think the one thing is you have to adapt, and you have to be open to different opinions and change. More than mm. yeah, definitely. Um, it's um. Also, it's, do you think a- how how wild it is? I'm in New Jersey right now. You're in Australia, and we're chatting. No, it is the best thing, internet, and I right? think that's uh, the internet is just oh, I love it. It's like, and I think that's what I enjoy about what I do every week here too. Is I'm, I'm meeting people from you know, from from Brazil, from America, Britain, New Zealand, like just all over the place, and I get these really cool insights into other people's lives. It's like a brief hour. Most of these people I barely know. I've spoken to by going, "Hey, I have this podcast. You want to come on and and and, and talk for an hour?" Yeah. And, hey, question, question. As yeah. an ignorant American, I'm, I'm, now now here's the next. I was very interested in what you said because it's, it's it's true. Like. I, I'm having a conversation with you. Last week, I had a conversation with someone in, in in Great Britain, and then the week before that was Canada. It's like, it's nuts. But I got a question as an ignorant American to an Australian. Uh, <laughs> you guys get beef with Aus- Aus- or not Australia, with New Zealand? Like, is there... Yeah, but no, but like, not really. Like, me personally, no. There's you like ever think about invasion? No, no, it's not that far. Not, it's kind of about like the whole. It's it's kind of like the whole Canada America thing, mm. where like there's there's nothing really there. It's more of like a a friendly sibling rivalry, where okay. you know you you have a few pokes at each other. Um, but but ultimately, you know, you you all kind of get, kind of get along. You know, we we love our Kiwis. Um, even if they did still. So you didn't have like a like a like a a moment where you're like maybe you should take uh, you know. New Zealand, like maybe just the top of it. Man, we can't even fight emus. So New Zealand's a. <laughs> have you heard? Uh, have you it... heard that story? No. Australia lost a war with birds. Oh, 
Oh, that's you need good. to go. You that's need to go look up. <laughs> you need, you need oh, to go look up the there. emu war. Um, basically, oh, what happened was um, emus were um, a native animal. They became a bit of a nuisance, so they, they tried to like wipe them out and failed miserably. <laughs> Holy shit! This okay. Oh my god! This is this is real. The yeah, emu I'm, I'm war, not... known as the Great Emu War. A nuanced wildlife management military operation undertaken by the Australian government over the later part of 1932. Okay. Okay. They had machine guns on vehicles and still lost to birds. This... this. <laughs> <laughs> no wonder why you guys need their help in World War II. Jeez Louise. Yeah, man. We, 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 have, we have some issues. Um... <laughs> I see an emu with a with a helmet on. There's <laughs> a thumbnail. This is a good one. Oh yeah, fun man! In fact, we lost a war with birds. That's why we don't start wars. We just just sit here on our little island pretending nothing's happening. It's great. Yeah, I mean, okay. People yeah. think we don't exist. So honestly, I was gonna that. say we uh, we like I I like at, as Americans we we forget we we try our best to forget that Canada took over Detroit for a couple of months. And uh, back in the War of eighteen twelve, and uh, you know we kind of forget about it, and we just bully Canada around. Sometimes we're like, "Oh, look at you, the pants of America!" Ha <laughs> ha. And uh, yeah, and now now I don't feel as embarrassed because yeah, was, I'm going to watch. There's a there's a documentary, ten minute documentary yeah, right here. <laughs> I, I, I've set you up for the rest of the day with some educational content. You're um you're welcome. How long did this war last, and how many lives uh, were lost? A few years, I think. Oh my god, this is something else. All right. <laughs> All right. Well, with um, yeah. with you, with you hankering for some new educational ent- entertainment on how we lost a war with large birds. Um, yeah. They're very scary, by the way. They're tall. They're, they're no, they ostriches. look intimidating. They're, they yeah. are very intimidating. I think that's that was all. It was all the mental game, you know. They <laughs> they got in our heads. Yeah, and you yeah. know, listen, they have their side of Australia. You guys, you have your side. Of Australia. Exactly. We just, we just stay on the we stay on our side of the fence. It's fine. Mm-hmm. You wander over, you're dead to us. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but. Thank you so much for um for coming on and 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 having a chat, man. It's 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 been amazing. Um, learned a lot from you. Um, as someone who's been doing podcasts for a while as well, it's good to kind of chat with someone to get their expertise on it. Um, and I'm sorry it was so late. <laughs> no, no, it's okay. fine. <laughs> it's all good. Uh, so first. um, where can people find you and and catch okay. up with yourself? Fair. First off, I have to say I am the most jealous of your background. Can I be Isn't real? Isn't it amazing? It's it's. I, I kind of like yours too, man. We can we can. I think we've got some matching pops there too. We do. Oh, you know what? I forgot to light the background. But <gasps> no. you know, let me let me light the background so people get at least a good outro. You know, it's really important. There you go. There we Adds go. depth there we go. to the picture. They say. Yeah. Uh, I'm very jealous of the Venom poster. Most of all. My dope. wife got that for me for my birthday a couple of years ago. I was the happiest man alive. You're like, so I married, good. I married right. I married right, yeah. <laughs> You're like, and I forgot our anniversary, and she, she did this for me. Okay, so <laughs> you can find me at Mr. Badbit on Twitter, where most of the time I just post like you know tweets about games. I I know, crazy. Uh, you can find the Trophy Room over at. P.S. Trophy Room on Twitter. You can find the Trophy Room, a PlayStation podcast, wherever you find your podcast service of choice, whether that is Apple Play, or sorry, Apple Podcasts, whether that is Google Play, Spotify, or even YouTube. Uh, you can find us there. It is a podcast where me and my best friend Kyle talk about the latest, greatest, all things PlayStation, but you all know about that by now. And uh, yeah, man, thank you for having me. Again, so I'm, again, I still will ever be sorry that I was late. No, that, no, uh, it's all right. I'll, 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 hold, it o- I'll hold it over you. Uh, I'll hold it over you on another day. It's fine. Right. <laughs> I was like, remember the time you were late? You owe me a favor now. <laughs> <laughs> all right, what do you need? Right. Where do I need to hide the body? Let's go. <laughs>
Uh, ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for listening this week. Um, if you'd like to find the podcast, if you're new here and you've come over to listen to Mr. Bad Bit talk his shit, um, you can find us on um, Twitter at left underscore pod, Instagram at two left thumbs podcast. Uh, video version of this will be live over on two left thumbs dot online, and of course podcasting platform of choice it'll be there if you feel like you enjoyed the show rate and review go 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 and give me a scathing four-star review because no. <laughs> because I, I have a five-star record right now i want someone to give me the four-star let's go no you don't it's gonna hurt your feelings <laughs> and by the way while you're there we are doing a kina bridge of spirits giveaway because i know how oh. games are expensive over there in australia so rating this the show five stars uh on 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 apple Podcasts and telling telling us you know why you like the trophy room giving your at on twitter so we know how to notify you uh get a chance to win keynote bridge of spirits before it comes out oh totally forgot well, to plug that. what i'm doing later i'm gonna have to do something like that but i'm gonna promise them something much much more underwhelming um because <laughs> this is how i roll <laughs> Legitimate you guys get one of the pops I get that I don't like in the back. Yeah, you, you, <laughs> you, you can have the dusty one. I've got a broken Atheon pop somewhere. You can have that. He fell over and legs are gone. It's fine. Hey, Gemma, thank you for listening. Have a wonderful week. I'll talk to you next time. Mr. Badbeard, thank you very much. Bye! <laughs>